Episode 21, May 1st, 1864 through July 12th, 1864. Calvin travels nearly 300 miles through Alabama and Georgia. He marched east through the Alabama towns of Mooresville, Huntsville, Woodville, and Stevenson. In Georgia, Calvin marched south to the towns of Chickamauga, Lafayette, Taylor's Ridge, and met up with the command of General Sherman at the battles of Dallas, Kennesaw Mountain, and Marietta, just north of Atlanta. Calvin is assigned to the front line as a skirmisher. The Battle of Dallas during late May 1864 consisted of 100,000 Union and 65,000 Confederate soldiers. Losses to the Union were 4,500 and to the Confederates, 6,000. Food was in limited supply. Breakfast consisted of coffee, meat, and hardtack made from flour, water, and salt. Calvin's diary from July 13th to November 2nd, 1864 can't be located as it would have been the one he carried when captured. While as a skirmisher, he was captured by the Confederates on August 4th, 1864 near Marietta and transported 150 miles south by train to the Confederate prison at Andersonville, Georgia. During a railroad prison transfer from Andersonville in 1864, in the month of September, he jumped from the train and walked 150 miles back to the Union lines north of Atlanta, arriving on September 21, 1864. Calvin's capture, imprisonment, escape, and travel back to the Union lines north of Atlanta will be documented in the next few episodes. Calvin's diary entries from May 1st, 1864 through May 15th, 1864. Reveille at 4 a.m. and at 6 a.m. We form the regiment and cross the pontoon bridge at 7 a.m. Halt a few moments, move across the swamp and halt again. Move up about three miles and stop to rest in the site of Mooresville, Alabama. It is now 11 a.m., warm and pleasant. Camp at 6 p.m. by the railroad. I bathe tonight. Start the march well today. Marched 13 miles. Monday, Reveille at 4 a.m. Sunrise. The battery of the 1st Brigade is now moving out. We camped at Ben's Creek last night. Our regiment is in the rear of the division teams today. Get to Huntsville, Alabama at 6 p.m. Marching 16 miles today. We have a splendid camping ground tonight with green sod for our bed. Tuesday, March at 6 a.m., move through Huntsville, Alabama with our colors of flying. Move out about one mile and halt for a while. 1 p.m., 
Huntsville is quite a pretty place and situated in a nice valley. Stop long enough at noon to make coffee. 6 p.m. Halt with, within seven miles of Woodville, Alabama. Camp by the railroad. Wednesday. Reveille at 4 a.m. All ready to start by sunrise. March at 6 a.m. Arrive at Woodville, Alabama, which is east of Huntsville, Alabama, at 10 a.m. The cars are waiting for us. There are nine trains for our division. Get aboard the cars at 3 p.m. General Rock is on our train. Arrive at Stevenson, Alabama, 36 miles from Huntsville, Alabama, at 6 p.m. Move out about 8 p.m. Thursday, after traveling 35 miles, we arrive at Chattanooga, Tennessee at 9 a.m. Get off the trains, draw rations at 6 p.m., and move about six miles to the front of the Mission Ridge south of Chattanooga, Tennessee, and here we camp. It is pleasant and quite warm. Friday, March at 6 a.m., go about three miles and catch up with the 1st Brigade. Here we halt. It is very pleasant and warm this morning. We move in front today, pass Mission Ridge and also the battlegrounds. Arrive at Chickamauga Creek, Georgia, about 17 miles north of Mission Ridge at 10 a.m. Camp on its bank. We can see the effects of the battle as we were marching today. 6 p.m. We passed the 81st OVI today. Some of the boys came over to see us today. One of the 63rd OVI got his arms totally wounded tonight by the falling of a limb of a tree. Have orders to leave at daylight. Saturday, march at sunup. Go towards Lafayette, Georgia. March about 10 miles and go to camp at 10 a.m. Expect to remain here all day. 4 p.m. Just got orders to move right away. March four miles and lay on the top of a very high mountain. Our regiment is on picket tonight. We go down after mates tonight. It's about three quarters of a mile to the foot of the hill. Warm and pleasant today. Sunday. It is a most beautiful morning. Slept spent splendid last night. Well, this is my birthday and I am now sitting on the top of one of the largest mountains in Georgia. But where I may be a year from today, who is it to know? We leave Taylor's Ridge, Georgia, nearly 40 miles from Chattanooga Creek in Georgia at 3 p.m., pass through the last side of the gap. Go to camp at sundown. Marched about eight miles. Our company is detailed for picket, but we go on guard. Continues very warm tonight. Monday. Wake at 5 a.m. We go with the ordnance train today. Move until 9 a.m. when the train halts. Our advance had a skirmish here this morning. One of our boys lay dead by the side of the road, and several are lying in the ambulance marked by the troops. The 15 Corps is passing now, and some 20-pound projectile parrot cannon guns. Quite warm this morning and very pleasant. Soon moving again. They are skirmishing again in front. Move up about two miles by the railroad. Here we halt about time for sundown. 
when we moved back about six miles, get to camp at 11.30 p.m., corral our teams near the road in an open field. I stand guard tonight. It continues very warm. Tuesday, get up a little early after daylight. Coffee, meat, and a few hardtack is my breakfast. Draw rations this morning. Move our corral this forenoon. 11 a.m., our brigade is ordered out. Leave their knapsacks. It is raining at 12 noon. Continues to rain almost all afternoon. 9 p.m., we have orders to move our train back about two miles. There is an awful storm raging at the time we commence to hitch up our team, and it detains the movement of the train until daylight. For information purposes, during the Civil War, three inch by three inch hardtack were the form of food which is made of flour, water, and salt. It was shipped from Union storehouses. Civil War soldiers generally found their rations to be unappealing and joked about the poor quality of the hardtack. Wednesday, move at daylight about two miles to the rear, corral our teams and hunt unhitch. 12 noon. It is cloudy, but rather warm. There is not much of a movement today. 5 p.m. I go on guard. This is quite a cool wind blowing. Thursday. Quite cool this morning and very pleasant. No news from the front this afternoon. 12 noon. General Harker's command is passing now. He has his headquarters in the right of this, this place where I am writing from. There is a very strong north wind blowing. Sundown, troops still passing and continues until after 10 p.m. Friday, move our train at 7 a.m. Go to the division. We are relieved at 7 a.m. Join our regiment and immediately move with the division. March about four miles to the east from our battle line. They soon commence skirmishing. We move to the front of the line of battle, move slowly about one mile. The firing is quite heavy in front. 5 p.m. Our regiment lays on the borough of a hill and a few hundred yards from the Reb skirmishing. We still hold our position at dark. The firing ceases a little after dark. Saturday, the skirmishing continues at daylight. Our artillery is firing this morning. 8 a.m. Our company go and relieve Company 1 of the regiment. The bullets whistle rather close, but we soon get to trees and then we are not so much exposed. 9 a.m. Sergeant Reynolds of our company just now dead. I fire until I get tired, then I eat a few hardtack and some meat. Soon continue my firing. 12 noon. Nathan Thornburg was just found dead, hit in the groin. He first sit down, then fainted, soon recovered and raised to his feet and went about five yards and fell to the ground, came to again and went about five yards further and fell by a tree, lay until the stretchers took him off. Our skirmishes relieved about 2 p.m., joined the regiment and lay long enough to get some coffee and grub. When we are now in the support of our batteries, lay a few moments and are ordered to the front again. Move by the left flank, 
across the creek and moved north. From the regiment on the opposite side of the creek, we moved forward in line a few rods, then lay down. There was continuous firing until 9 p.m. I lay down by a log that is a fire and try to sleep. Sunday, the firing commences at daybreak. We build breastworks of logs and get behind them. 12 noon, firing still continues. 2 p.m., I bring rations for the company. There is quite heavy cannoning at intervals all day. Sundown, our company go in front and relieve the skirmishers and stand picket guard. 11.30 p.m., there is very heavy firing on our left and continuous firing of our skirmishers. Calvin's diary entries from Monday, May 16, 1864 through May 31, 1864. The firing ceases a few moments, just before daylight. There is a great racket of trains at daylight, also a large fire, the burning of some buildings. Daylight, our skirmishers advance, soon get to the top of the hill and no one in sight. Move right on and pass their earthworks. Go into the town of Rosecca, Georgia on double quick. Find it is evacuated and a large amount of supplies left behind. We rain rounds a few moments and form the company. March back to the regiment. Our guns have torn the town in all places. Stop long enough to make coffee. Move the regiment about two miles south. Here we wait about two hours, then move towards Calhoun Ferry, Georgia. Arrive at sundown to a little place. Camp about 9 p.m. on the east side of the river. Tuesday, warm this morning. 11 a.m. looks like rain. 1 p.m. We have had a little bit of a shower. Orders to move now. We are in rear of the train today. Move about two miles. Stack arms and rest a few moments. Start at 5 p.m. March until 11 p.m. Go about 10 miles today. Camp in a potato patch. Wednesday. Move at 9 a.m. The first brigade passes today. March about three miles and stop and rest. Move up again about 6 p.m. and march slow until daylight. Thursday, stop at daylight. Lay down and sleep. A few hours later, get up, have a cup of coffee, and move on at 11 a.m. Go about three miles. Stop our horses for dinner. Move up at 1 p.m. about a half mile. Halt again. March until 3 p.m. Get to camp. Camp near the railroad. Friday. Expect to stay here today. The cars came in last night. Go to the creek and bathe tonight. Saturday. Have orders to clean up the clothes and move to the 23rd OVI with 20 days rations. Sunday. Very warm this morning. Get a mail this morning. Go and see some of the boys at the 81st Regiment today. This is a very most splendid spring. Monday. Very warm and pleasant this morning. We march at 2 p.m. Go about 10 miles. 
get to camp a little after midnight. Tuesday, march at 6 a.m. Stop at noon by a splendid spring. We have passed through a nice pine ridge about six miles. 3 p.m. Move out again. Strike another fine ridge and pass through it. Get to camp about sundown. Pass through Van Wert, Georgia. 7 p.m. Camp inside of the town. Marched about 75 miles since leaving Chickamauga, Georgia. Wednesday. Ready to move at 6 a.m. It rained very hard last night. We passed some most splendid mountains yesterday. 12 noon. We move out. Go about a mile and halt. About two hours, move up again. 5 p.m. Continues to rain. Get to camp at 12 midnight. Thursday. Move up at daylight. March about three miles. Halt and make coffee. Soon move up again. March until about 10 a.m. when our company is thrown out of skirmishers. Move deployed in line about two miles through the roughest mounds I've ever seen. Soon join the regiment and form in close column by division. Halt a few moments when we get orders to move into Dallas, Georgia. Having marched 15 miles from Van, Van Wert, Georgia, and that our men occupy it. Move on. Pass through Dallas at 3 p.m. Form the regiment in the east of town and go to camp. 4 p.m. Our company are detailed for picket. We cover our front. From our line, about one half mile in front. Get supper and I prepare the place to lay down. Friday. Get breakfast soon after daylight. 6 a.m. The Rebs advance a line of skirmishers very near the front of our line, but we are soon ready for them and commence firing as soon as we get to the trees. They soon fall back a little. We continue skirmishing with them until we are relieved at 1 p.m. The 39th OVI has been in front of our line and very heavy firing. They return at 12 noon and have lost quite a number in killed and wounded. Join the regiment. Get our dinners and lay down to rest. Remain in line until night. Very heavy firing all the afternoon. Get orders at night to lay down where we are and rest until morning if possible. Saturday. Get in line at daylight. Take arms and move forward about 300 yards. Halt by a fence. We build breastworks out of rails and cut a few bushes for shade and sit down to wait orders. 12 noon, still in line. 4 p.m., have not moved out our lines yet. Company I and E went and relieved the two companies that were out. One of the company, E, was just brought in wounded. His name, Paxton. Sundown, still awaiting orders. One hour after sundown, the Rebs make a charge a little to our right, but they are repelled with a very heavy loss. We lay down about 5 to 6 p.m. For information purpose, the Battle of Dallas, Georgia, was fought with 100,000 Union and 65,000 Confederate soldiers. Union losses were 4,500 soldiers and Confederate losses were 6,000 soldiers. Sunday. Slept very well last night. The firing commenced a little after daylight. 12 noon. Firing yet on the skirmishing line. 
Sundown. Brisk firing continues. We are formed in line a little after dark and move slightly to the right, about one quarter mile. Halt and lay down by a fence. We soon hear heavy firing off to the left. It continues a few moments and ceases a little. It commences now in our front, and a continued firing of musketry and artillery is kept up for about 30 minutes. We move to our old position again, and our company is sent back about 16 and a half feet in front to support the second U.S. battery. The firing ceases and we lay down, but another attack is made and repelled as before. The way the artillery belches forth is most splendid. There is five others made to carry our lines. The last one about three this morning, which was May 30th, but we are reported the loss we have not learned. Monday, about daybreak, our company with Company H are sent to the skirmish line. Get our position unnoticed by the enemy. It is a little foggy this morning. Commence skirmishing as soon as it gets light enough to see. 3 p.m. Firing still continues. It is very warm today. Robert Simpson got wounded through the thigh sometime this afternoon. We are relieved a little after dark. Go to our old position and lay down. There was a guard over the arms. Tuesday. Firing continues. Brisk this morning. 12 noon. The firing is kept up until night when it ceases a little around 9 p.m. Quite heavy firing for a few minutes. 10 p.m. Another skirmish that ceases again. Calvin's diary entries from Wednesday, June 1st, 1864 through June 15th, 1864. Wednesday, the firing has not yet ceased on the skirmish line. 5 a.m., get orders to fall in at a moment's notice. Some of our regiment built breastworks last night. March at 5.30 a.m. by the left flank. Move out slowly. Move about two miles and form the brigade in a hollow just to the right of the road. The sun is very warm. Lay but a few moments. Move on again. Go about two miles. Halt and make coffee. We can see the Rebs earthworks some distance to our right. Moved several times by 3 p.m. when we were sent on picket. It was uncommonly hot today. I am on outpost with five of our boys. Thursday, Reveille at 9 a.m. Join our regiment. Quite warm. Have a slight shower about noon. Moved the camp this afternoon. Put up our rubbers for a shelter. Some cannoning and skirmishing today. 6 p.m. Cloudy and looks like rain. Friday. Move about two miles this forenoon. Take a position on one of the numerous mountains which surrounds us. Camp and quarters built before dark. Saturday. Commences to rain about daylight and continues until near noon. Clears off a little and before night it is raining again. We have heard firing off to the left about all day. Sunday. Continues to rain this morning. 12 noon. 
We have just drawn rations in order to move. March at half past 12. Go about three miles and halt by the side of the road. The train is halted in the front. Move up a little before dark. Move a few miles and get to camp at 10 p.m. Camp in a peach orchard by the roadside. Monday. March at 5 a.m. Go about three miles and come to the railroad and to a small town by the name of Hayworth, Georgia. Move about one half mile from the town and camp. It is very warm today. Tuesday. Our company go and pick a guard this morning. We are posted about one half mile south of camp. Very warm today. Raining a little. No news in camp. Wednesday. Reverly at 8 a.m. Go to camp. Find we are not a going to move and I go to the bank and do some washing. The sun is very hot today. A part of the 17th Corps come up today. Thursday. It is rainy today and warm. The boys are visiting today. I saw one of the boys in the 20th Ohio OVI today, sprinkling rain at 4 p.m. Friday. Have orders to get ready to move this morning. It is cloudy and looks like rain. Quite a shower at 9 a.m. March at 11 a.m. Move about two miles and halt a few moments. There is an appearance of quite a shower. Yes, and it is sprinkling now. Go in a log building and it helped so that we stayed until after the showers. Move out in a few moments. The road is quite sloppy. Go a few miles when we halt in the line of battle. It is 3 p.m. We can hear cannoning to our right and a little skirmishing in our front. Get orders to make coffee if we choose. It has been skirmishing almost all afternoon. 6 p.m. No more yet. I can see a most beautiful rainbow now. The 15th and the 17th Corps lay in sight of our left. Saturday. Reverly at daylight. Draw rations this morning. The bugle assembly sounds at 9 a.m. Move in a few moments. March but a short distance when we cross the railroad. Move slowly down about one mile. Halt. The regiment on the left side of the road and stack arms. There is firing in our front and at intervals. A cannon is fired. The Pioneer Engineering Corps passes us. Arrive with shovels. Sundown. We expect to remain here tonight. It has been raining, but all the afternoon. Sunday. Our company is woke at 2 a.m. to build entrenchments. Move in front about one mile. Find the mark to do. Get through a little after daylight. When we return to the regiment, 10 a.m., the battery has opened in our front. It has been raining ever since we got up at 2 a.m. 6 p.m., still raining. The firing is kept up on the skirmish line. Monday, it is very wet and raining this morning. Still firing in front. Our artillery fires a few rounds at intervals. 2 p.m., it has ceased raining and looks as though it will clear off. 5 p.m., all quiet except an occasional fire from our boys. Tuesday, I am wake up this morning by the noise of a brass band playing red, white, and blue. It is most beautiful. The sun is shining this forenoon. 
The firing is continued all day. Sundown, our artillery is firing quite brisk now. As yet, we have not received a reply with artillery. There is quite a long musketry to our left. Do not know the result. A little after dark, our company are detailed to build entrenchments. We move about one half mile to our skirmish line, where we are furnished with shovels and picks. There is but little firing on our lines tonight. Wednesday, return to camp a little before daylight. Find the regiment has formed at the front. We lay down and rest until after daylight when we wake up and soon we have our breakfast. Get orders to join the regiment. We accept the marks we built last night. It is warm and pleasant today. There is firing again with our artillery. 12 and a half p.m. The 15th Corps is now sounding forward. Bugle call from the march. And our line to the left moves forward. There is a shell burst right over the Rebs marks. And boys are still going forward. Then the Rebs are retreating. A shell drops among them. The Yanks have carried the first Rebs fits. Our line in front advances this afternoon. There has been a brisk artillery firing all afternoon. R.B. Clunk got wounded about 2 p.m., was struck through the arm, sundown. We still keep the position we gained this afternoon, 10 p.m. We are waked by a brisk firing in the front, but it lasts but a few minutes. Calvin's diary entries from Thursday, June 16, 1864 through June 30, 1864. Thursday. Our company goes on the skirmish line this morning. We are about 100 yards from the ribs. Skirmish line there is a brisk firing this morning. The captain sends me to camp to guard the knapsacks. 12 noon. I assist to carry out a box of ammunition to our company. We have the best breastworks to skirmish in. Our lines hold. 4 p.m. Go again to the front line. Still a brisk firing. Also cannoning quite heavy in the 15 Corps. The company returns to their old position a little after 11 p.m. All at once a heavy firing in our front line, but it soon ceases. Friday. Nothing going on today up to 3 p.m., but the usual skirmish firing and also artillery firing. Now it breaks out with a yell to our left and the cannons roar tremendous. There is some more. Cannot see the results. It lasts about 30 minutes. No new, no more importance as we see this this afternoon. Sundown. We get orders to go to the skirmish line. Go to our positions a little after dark. The Rebs talk some tonight and offer to trade tobacco for our coffee but the officers will not let them come halfway. We get orders to quit our talking and agree not to fire anymore tonight. At 11 p.m., one of the Rebs fires, and the fire is soon returned by us, but it soon ceases, and it is quite a nice evening the rest of the night. Saturday, we are relieved by the light up by our company. It commenced to rain about daylight and continues about all day. 
there is firing nearly all day, off and on, 4 p.m. Several of our regiment go got wounded in the skirmish line today. Still raining. Had rather a damp place to lay last night, but slept well. Raining a little this morning. There is a rumor in camp that the Rebs have left. Some of our boys had been to the Rebs marks, and we can see no gun trains moving on. We move at 10 a.m. March about one mile when we come to a very heavy line of breastworks. We move over them and halt. There is a very heavy shower while we are resting. Our artillery is in position off to the right, and quite a brisk fire is kept up. 5 p.m. We have drawn rations. Move about one half mile in front. It is raining very hard now. Camp on a small hill in the rear of the Rebs works. One of our locomotives ran down the track in front of our line of battle, but it soon comes back slowly. There's a few shots fired at her, but I think she was not injured. Dark. I am detailed for camp guard. Monday. Cloudy this morning. There is light skirmishing in our front. 9 a.m. A little firing with artillery. 3 p.m. The right is moving some more. There is quite a heavy cannoning in that direction, almost a continuing roar. Some rain today. Tuesday. We go on the skirmish line at 7 a.m. It is foggy and raining this morning. Quite a heavy shower. Rain after we get to our position. We are relieved at 12 noon and go to the reserve. I go to camp, return and get some dinner. There is very heavy shower at 2 p.m. 7 p.m. Rather heavy firing off to the right. Some of the reps' bullets come near and over us. We have a splendid view of the mountain. Our camp company is on reserve tonight. Wednesday, relieved at 8 a.m. Return to camp. The Rebs are coming and using our batteries on the top of the mountain. 12 noon, it is pleasant and sunshiny. Dark, the Rebs are firing with artillery, quite brisk. Thursday, there is some cannoning last night. Very pleasant this morning. Picket firing today as usual. 4 p.m. The reps are firing at one of our batteries. The firing continues on both sides. At sundown, it is quite quiet. Continues up to tattoo. Friday, it is very still on the picket line today, but little cannoning. Very pleasant and quite warm. Rumors in camp that the road is torn up to the rear. There is an order for inspection of arms at 6 p.m. Saturday. No more news of importance today. Quite heavy cannoning at intervals. Warm and pleasant. Sunday. Very quiet this morning. Very little cannoning. Occasional shot from our guns. Monday. Warm and quite pleasant. Orders to be ready and move at moment's notice. There is quite brisk cannoning on our right at 8 a.m. It come in our front and rather brisk. 4 p.m. No more today. Tuesday. The firing of artillery is quite brisk at intervals today. No news but camp rumors. Wednesday. The firing as usual today. The weather remains warm. 
The Rebs remain on Kennesaw Mountain, Georgia, a hill 1,808 feet in elevation. For information purposes, Calvin was under the command of General Sherman and the Union was in a difficult position, now stalled 15 miles from their march to Atlanta. Sherman found it hard to move around Confederate General Johnston's flank because of the impassable roads, and his railroad supply line was dominated by Johnston's position on the top of Kennesaw Mountain. When Virginia succeeded from the Union, Johnston, who had attended the West Point and had been a Union officer, joined the Confederate Army. Sherman reported to Washington that, quote, the whole country is one vast fort, and Johnston must have at least 50 miles of connected trenches with finished batteries. We gain ground daily, fighting all the time. Our lines are now in close contact and the fighting insistent with a good deal of artillery. As fast as we gain one position, the enemy has another. Kennesaw Mountain is the key to the whole country." End quote. Sherman decided to break the stalemate by attacking Johnson's position on Kennesaw Mountain. He issued orders on June 24th for an 8 a.m. attack on June 27th, 1864. Thursday, June 30th. We were awakened this morning at 3 a.m. by the war of musketry and far-off sounds of cannons. It lasts about one hour. We have general works at 8 a.m. There was reports in camp today that to fight this morning. We have quite a rainstorm at 4 p.m. It is very pleasant at sundown. Calvin's diary entries from Friday, July 1st, 1864 to July 12th, 1864. The month commences with light skirmishing in our front, an occasional shot from artillery today. 6 p.m. I take a walk a few rods in front of our regiment to one of our batteries. There is quite a fire with our artillery off to the right. There is officer's battery where I am, and in a few moments they open with eight guns. The firing is kept up until after dark. Saturday. The day begins with brisk firing, continues at times all forenoon. It is raining this afternoon. Sunday. We move to the right at daylight, lay in the railroad cut about one half mile from our camp, move up at 8 a.m. Our forces occupy Kennesaw Mountain. We found it evacuated. We moved to the right about 10 miles today, camp near the 23rd Corps. Monday, move at 7 a.m., pass the 2nd Division, and move about two miles when we are sent out skirmishing with Company A. Move about a half a mile in front. There's a little firing off to our right. 1 p.m., advance to the left of our lines about 50 yards. Some of the boys exchange coffee for tobacco. 5 p.m. Our artillery is shelling the Reb skirmishers and the Reb's reply. There is a charge off to our right. Oh, we have gained the marks. For there is a loud cheering 
to our right. We move up a little before sundown, find the Rebs have left their line of marks in our front, join the regiment at 8 p.m., occupy the Rebs tonight. Tuesday, all still in our front this morning. Think the Johnnies have left. Pleasant and very warm. 12 noon, get orders to move immediately. March back on the same road we came on yesterday, about three miles, then move nearly two miles and camp for the night. Some cannoning and light skirmishing in our front. Pleasant and warm today. Wednesday, get orders at 11 a.m. to be ready to move out, but firing is heard today. Sundown, no move yet. Thursday, another warm and pleasant morning. Can hear distant artillery firing. 12 noon. Orders to move immediately. March about three miles. Camp by 5 p.m. in the sight of the river. There's a little firing off to our front. Dark. There is cannoning to our left and quite brisk. Friday. Continues warm and pleasant. Still the roar of cannons is heard, but slight skirmishing today. 4 p.m can view the Rebs earthworks off to our left on the opposite side of the river. Go to the branch of the river and bathe this evening. Saturday, orders to be ready at a moment's notice. Scarcely any firing heard this morning. March at 7 a.m. It is very warm and awful hot marching. Arrive at Marietta, Georgia, about 20 miles from Kennesaw Mountain in a little after dark camp about a half mile from town. Sunday, March at sunrise. After marching about 10 miles, we, at, we arrive at the Chattahoochee River by 3 p.m. There is very heavy showers of rain now. Go up the Chattahoochee River about one mile and found river just below the Morgan Bridge. I am about 12 miles north of Atlanta camp on a high ridge about a quarter mile from the river. We throw up breastworks tonight. Monday, clear of our camp today and finished our earthworks. I go up the river this forenoon and find a nice patch of blackberries. Bring a hatful to camp. Tuesday, very pleasant this morning. No news of information except to camp here for a few days. A nice breeze blowing today. This is the end of the diary, notes in the end of the diary to his brother and sister, quote, Alvin, please lay this book where no one will pursue it but you or Sylvia, end quote. If I should lose this book and anyone should find it, if you bring it to me or send it to me, I will compensate you for doing so. Please send it to Calvin Day French, Company B, 43rd OVI Regiment, care of Colonel Swain, end.